Hey guys, my name is Tara. And my name is Jessica. And together we co-host the podcast, Three Spooked Girls. If you love the paranormal. Or murder. Join us every Monday as we tell our listeners about a new spooky tale or true crime case. We'll have a special drink recipe each episode picked out by me for you to enjoy while we scare the hell out of you. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever the hell else you listen to podcasts. Come hang out with us and get your spooky on. is where the magic happens. <laughs> I really wanted Ryan to react to that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I was checking. I was making sure the levels. I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I might have to turn this down. That was just my test for the levels. I'm Angela uh, Lovell. I'm a psychic and uh, empath, an indigo child, a master 11 slash 33. Oh, we can talk about that too. Oh, yeah. The uh, the indigo child thing. I, the, yeah, uh, I would love to talk about rain, it. Crystal children and rainbow People children. People call themselves children, but then they're still just throwing the garbage out on the sidewalk, now putting it in trash cans. Well, we to be fair, we don't know if that woman... Calls herself an indigo. Calls an, herself an indigo. <laughs> I know. I doubt her call. car was close to indigo colored. But um, oh. hi, this is Ryan Singer. Thanks for listening to another episode. We, uh, I do stand-up comedy. I dated a woman who could shapeshift. I look for Bigfoot and ghosts. And I also, you know, I'm on the early stages of a magical career. So I guess the early to intermediate stages, I should say. Yeah, you've been doing Considering magical stuff. the... Um, yeah. And I mean, I most of my research, the, like currently I'm still reading this huge textbook but then i got this other book you know there's all kinds of books but typically they are in the paranormal region of either their accounts uh biographies and or quote-unquote scientific textbooks i mean I'm, I'm doing the quotes for people who are like who you know don't g- consider this a science. you know who really like nerd out on wikipedia because wikipedia calls all of this stuff pseudoscience yeah so uh for those people i'm saying fuck you wikipedia uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you for being a great service also yes thank you wikipedia but I, also you know, suck it i've all i've <laughs> edited some facts that it got wrong before and it altered them back so it can suck it as far as i'm concerned wikipedia that's always people, right? It's people in the community who do that, right? Is or, it or is Ryan? it because it's sourced know. or not? I know I had someone try to make, I, I think I tried to make my own Wikipedia page years <laughs> ago, and it, I think like multiple times and it just kept getting deleted. <gasps> That's really awful. Why I'm, would it, Wikipedia not let you make a page? I think you can't make your own page. Oh, oh, I think you're right. So, uh, yeah, I do know that there's a Ryan Singer who's a, he's a Navajo uh, American. Um, well, he's Navajo. We don't have to say Navajo American. No, That's we incorrect, know Navajo is American. So he's Navajo. Original. He's original. Um, he's original citizen of this land, or yeah. liver. Uh, his people were the originators of, or as far as we know. I mean, mm-hmm, who knows mm-hmm. who, who came before them? Maybe there was aliens. But uh, and then you know we don't have to get into that conversation. <laughs> but he's got a page, and his art is beautiful. You should check it out. I ordered a T-shirt off of his website many years ago. It was. A spoof of Andy Warhol's Campbell's soup can. Uh-huh. The the famous. I mean, you you probably know what I'm talking about. The famous. Everybody knows. The famous yeah. Campbell's soup can painting, but he changed it to uh, mutton stew. Is what he changed it to on the label, um, to have a more Native American. That's pretty cool. Original vibe, and I ordered the shirt, and then I got an email from like the administrator of the website saying, Ryan, you know, you don't have to. <laughs> Did you really? You don't have to buy these shirts. You know, I can, you know, you can just. Did you take And I was like, no, you think, (laughs) you think I'm the other Ryan. You think I am Ryan Singer who you know. I am a Ryan Singer you do not know. Did, was his name on it slash your name? Uh, I don't. Was Ryan Singer Maybe maybe it's like painted at the very bottom of the can or something. That would be really cool. In tiny letters. I don't know whatever happened to that shirt. I loved it, but I think something, I think it. I think I took it camping or something. Got a bunch of mold. I don't know what happened, oh, but uh, it's gone. Maybe I'll get another one someday. But Maybe you but should. his art is beautiful. That's the point. I have uh, three Angela Lovells I know of. One is a dead actress. Somebody sent me an email through my website one time recently, like a year ago, and they said, "Are you the Angela Lovell who acted in blah 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 in the 1960s?" 
There is a huge photo of me on my website. I don't look like I was born in the 60s on that photo. If anything, it's a slightly older or photo. Or acted in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Born, yes, acted in the 60s. That's what you I You don't look say. like you're born in the 60s either, just no, to be fair. But, but. but people who are born in the 60s are not old yet anyway. This woman would be ancient. She is ancient. She's dead. She's, well, ancient. She's, she's as ancient as you she's, can be. She's uh, turned to ash and whatnot already. Um, yeah, but she was beautiful. I uh, She's in a bunch of stuff. I am IMDB Angela Lovell number two, uh, which is not great, but uh, two's my I am Ryan number. Singer number one. Oh! But I, and thankfully, um, thankfully when you search for me, you don't the Brian Singer does not oh really show God. up. But like my but if you Google search when I was younger, like in Google first became a thing, I was like, oh, you know, and you start trying to get your like stand up videos mm-hmm. online, try to get move up the charts of yeah. the Google search, right? For visibility. Ryan Adams was dominating mine. Because it would be Ryan Oh, singer. Ryan Adams, yeah. comma, singer, blah, 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 really blah, funny. blah. Singer, comma, yeah. Ryan Adams. And so and for for years, it was just kind of annoying that that was the case. And then oh, yeah. recently, it became even more, it, it transcended from annoying to like, oh, this is problematic. Um, or, or like, because there are people tweeting on uh, things about Brian Singer, who's a <laughs> yeah, scumbag. Yeah, real piece of shit, yeah. Uh, but they're just saying Ryan Singer. Oh, no, that so sucks, I'll have to like, Ryan. I just have to like email, I'll just like wow. message them quickly. Like, if you're going to go publicly, like, saying that someone should die and things like this. Like just some get of the these, name right. Yeah, if you're going to make a Real death quick, threat on Google the internet, that. at least know who you want oh, to kill, that right? Sucks. So it's it's a... <laughs> that's a bummer. But you know what? Like, talk about first world problems. Well, I mean, that's a pretty big problem. Yeah, well, name, your name being... You uh, log into Twitter, on, or I guess, you're like, uh, notifications, yeah, yay! It's like, and oh, then, something good happened die. today. No! <laughs> um, you know, the... Uh, uh, so anyway, the the magic of the internet. Anywho, today we're going to get into all kinds of things, but we're going to talk about hoodoo. Uh, we're going to talk about hoodoo. Well, we always talk about hoodoo. But oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was going to list other things, and I was like, I don't know what else we're talking about. I do have a cool story. We want to talk about the altar, right? Is this the altar thing, or no? This, this is a is, different one. Uh, God, I'm really feeling those waffles. I ate. Uh. <laughs> well, we just took great photos. <laughs> yeah, we just took photos, and and then I was starving, so I ate a lot of waffles. And Vanity Fair is actually doing a spread on us already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. we're huge in Germany. <laughs> Ger- it was German Vanity Fair. Um, oh, okay, so I'm gonna drink more of this coffee. But I wanted to tell you, I was showing Ryan this ring I have. Oh, this magic ring. The ring that I told you guys I You know what? Lost. Let me take a photo of it. Hold out your hand. I'll take a photo of it right now <laughs> and then we'll post it to the Instagram. Feel free to get me in the photo because um, my I got false eyelashes on. Oh, I got really? my hair did. Yeah, I, I went. I pulled out all the stops for that photo shoot. Ta, ta, ta. Okay, right. We'll have to do the angle. The angle's going to have to be... I'm do it. You guys I mean, love I don't want to listen to Because of the nature of your arm and your dress, I'm not trying to do like a crazy like you know, suggestive <laughs> photo right now. Oh, so I'm trying okay. to get the right angle. I got okay. the girls out for yeah, the day. The, the girls are out. <laughs> I was just not taking. Did, damn Sorry. it, Ryan! This is okay, so boring. So anyway, like the idea, <laughs> but the interesting thing about photos too is the, um, you know, the old theory that like you capture someone's. A lot of people are, are afraid of photos. To this day, there are people who will not have their portrait taken. Yeah. They're o- called or, gypsies. Or have <laughs> photos in, in their house. Are there really? Who else is still doing this? There are people who this? still won't. I mean, it's this is like an individual kind of decision. Ooh, I just But there are people who will not have um, photos of people they know. And there is something to be said about a photo replacing your actual memory of someone. Were you talking about this to me? How Who told me not to put photos up in the house? I think it was my friend Amanda. She it wasn't me because... Woo. There's a photo of me literally every six inches in this house. That's, that's a that's a, there's one six thing of me. It's a painting. Of photos. There's one painting of me. That's it in this whole house. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure it was Amanda, and uh, and it's a very Aries thing to say this as, as is Amanda. But um, she said if you put photos, I'm pretty sure it was her. If you put photos up, you're likely to forget what the people really look like or yes, something. That, yeah, that was yeah. That's the idea. Here. I guess like, that's if it you're... replaces your actual memory, your visual memory of them in your oh, mind. That's creepy. So now when you think of someone, you think of their photo as opposed Whoa. to thinking of them oh i don't think i do i don't have any, i don't have many photos and you though. have to imagine that people probably thought the same thing about portrait drawing back in the day that makes sense i was gonna tell you 
So my mom went to France a couple years ago and they went to Monte Carlo. They went to Provence and she saw this old gypsy woman begging and she had these crazy bright blue eyes and she saw her like, I don't know. I don't know where she saw her, probably Provence. But then she saw the same woman like days later, like a hundred miles away. And this woman, she said like she had bare feet. Her feet were worn. She was obviously not a phony. And she said when she saw her the second time, super far from where she had first seen her, she gave her money. But she was like, the first time I saw her, I was like, oh, I'm supposed to give her money. But I didn't because then you look like a tourist. And then the second time she's like, I'm giving you all my cash. But that's pretty creepy seeing an old gypsy with bright blue eyes. Super like the, far away. Yeah, the next day? Yeah. Yeah, like the very next destination my mom went to, there was that gypsy woman. Yeah, I mean, unless you're like an ultra-distance runner. Yeah. Guys, or, I'm I sorry. I mean, obviously, I'm she could have got, gotten a ride, obviously, too. She could have gotten a ride, but I don't think I mean, she even had shoes. She, she could have hitchhiked, but it, it was pretty creepy. I'm having allergies. I'm having all this stuff. I got dust mites. I got a dust mite sore on my leg that I scratched till it bled. That's that's let's get back to the ring real quick. <laughs> <laughs> let's, okay, so this I'm ring, gonna redirect away. I got from waffles the, uh, taking over my body's interior. Um so this ring that I talked about last time that went missing and I was super upset about it because I love this ring and it's like a it's my magical object. I uh when I worked as a phone psychic people would call and ask me to find lost objects and I'd always see stuff. I'd always see stuff and I'd tell them what I saw and they wouldn't know what I was talking about. And I'd think like, and I'd tell them like, you know what? You get your money back. You tell them I couldn't do this for you. Just email them. They'll give you your money back. But then I asked my guides to show me where my ring was. And they showed me this little maroon sack that I keep my crystals in sometimes. And I was like, it's in there? That's impossible. And then I couldn't remember where it was. And I found it in this little wooden uh, thing I also keep my crystals in on the dresser where my altar is. And I was like, why are you showing this to me? Then I thought about it for like a few days. I kept thinking about it. And I thought, huh, well, because I, I really honestly, even even the other day I couldn't find my gold, um, you measure ounces for liquor, what are those called? The little- Shot glasses? Shot. It's not a shot glass, but it's like a little metal thing. Oh, it's like, like a the, bar yeah. tool. Yeah, I know what you're talking that about. That went missing. And I was like, are the fairies fucking with me again? And and But I had this really strong sense that it was not missing. And I had this really strong sense about my ring as well. Like I could feel that they were near, unlike all the other things that are now in a parallel universe. Who knows where they are? But um, I And I found it. I found the gold thing. But the ring, I kept thinking about it. And I thought that was such a clear image they gave me. And then I, I, and I was thinking, if it's here, the cats did this. If it's here, the cats knocked it down. I need to get on my hands and knees and look. And then I thought, maybe it's directly under where that maroon bag is on my dresser, like, but under the dresser. And I got down and I used my cell phone flashlight and it was directly under it. So they did show me. I can find So the find maroon bag was a, it marker. was like a marker, like yeah. a flag. Yeah, I was super happy about that. And I'm, I'm still feeling a little smug about being able to find lost objects. I wonder if your spirit guides could locate all of the money I think I should have. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we should talk about that too. Ah, so I had a money altar going and I, I believe I expressed some uh, uh, deep, deep fears about where money would be coming from. And I did this thing that Sarah would always tell me to do. She even told me, and I thought this was so great. Uh, I was in a bad place a couple months ago. I was physically in a bad place. Bad things were happening. Um, I was staying with someone who I love and we had a bad fight. And I'm going to, I take pretty good responsibility for myself when I, when I'm the shithead, this person was the shithead and I packed up all my stuff and I rented a condo on the beach and then I had a fabulous time. And this person I did not see very much of, but I told Sarah, I was like, yeah, I just spent $500 on this fucking condo when I could have just stayed at this house. And she goes, no, 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 you were protecting yourself. You had to do that. And she said, that money will come right back. The very next day, I had a deposit that I didn't even expect. It was a tax refund for $550. It was money I didn't even know I was getting back. So um, I was like, holy shit, it came back. She always says... If you're, if you're living your right life and you're doing the things you're supposed to do, 
and you're working, I mean, you can't sit on your ass and binge watch Netflix and expect money to come to you. It doesn't work like that. But I work my ass off and I hustle. So I just kept trusting. I also had a money altar going for a while and it was a really potent money altar. I mean, I felt really good about it. So my rent was, my rent is due on the 10th and it was the 6th and I had no money. I mean, we're talking no money and I'm thinking, gee, I can't wait to find out how I'm going to pay my rent. (laughs) And then all of a sudden somebody reached out to me with one of the biggest jobs I've ever had. And they were like, Hey, you're great. And they were, they're a very different client. They're a really good great person to write for. And I'm feeling really good about this. It's definitely my wheelhouse. It's something I'm, I'm really feeling, but, uh, got $5,000 up front for part of this project and paid my rent, paid my two missed car payments. And, uh, yeah, now I have more money coming in. And the crazy thing, and I texted you this that night, my cat, my familiar, Rue, who uh, this morning I stared into her eyes lovingly for an hour before getting out of bed. Yeah, as we, she pet your face. Yeah, she petted my face. I petted her face. Claws in. Claws. You know, she likes to put her claws in my fucking tits. <laughs> That is not Making okay. <laughs> yeah, she wants Making the biscuit. Biscuits, yeah, I want to wear like a padded <laughs> bra to bed with that one. But yeah, this morning was very awesome. It was it was 5 a.m. and we just stared into each other's eyes and I just kept whispering, I love you. And she would slowly blink, which is how a cat says I love you. Another way a cat says I oh, love you okay. is a silent meow. According to cat specialists, I'm not making this up. Okay, okay. I was like, <laughs> I, that was my next question. Like as someone who has never owned a cat, mm-hmm. and that's a weird word. I've never had a cat in my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. You, well, when no I was younger, my sister ride. had a cat in her life at our house. Oh. So, like, the cat was in my life. As it, this cat ran away. Siamese cat, which I love. Siamese oh, they're cats. They're so smart. Siamese cats are pretty cool. But then, things took a turn Uh-oh. later. But um, this cat ran away, and my sister was devastated. And so, after like a long period of time, I don't think it was a year, but it was a long time. The cat never hasn't returned, so my sister has convinced my parents to let her have another cat. So it's like a, a kind of like a black. Oh, I like where this is going. So it's like a black cat with like some white and stuff spots uh-huh. on it. That cat, um, uh, was great. Also, also a cool cat. The other, the Siamese cat, Casey was her name. Oh, I can't believe I remember that. And Casey was a Casey had some attitude. Yeah, like, attitude. Yeah, some real attitude. I like so, Casey. Go figure. What happens? The new cat shows up, yeah. and then guess who comes back yes. home? Like I smell a bitch in my like. Oh. Like, maybe I shouldn't say that. Like I smell another no, motherfucker no. in my in my uh, in my house. No, no. Casey bitches. returns. The other cat somehow has gotten pregnant. These cats are coexisting, kind Damn. of pretty fine, right? Mm-hmm. But this other cat has gotten pregnant. This was like you know in the mid eighties. Or you know, mid or late eighties. Yeah, probably. cats were real loose. This was before. Back then. before I mean, Bob Barker was telling you to, birth control. <laughs> to, to take care oh, of yeah. your cats. Oh yeah, ours but, were always pregnant too. But for whatever reason, we didn't have this cat long enough to. Ha- it wasn't fixed and uh, fixed. I'm from Southern Ohio. <laughs> we didn't get this cat fixed. Either. Y'all don't get that it's, cat. It's plumbing was still intact. <laughs> so what happens is this cat gets pregnant and then the cat goes missing, and and so I'm like, where is this pregnant cat? And my sister's now distraught because the other cat is missing. Oh. I happen to live in the attic. of My parents kept me in the attic as a child. <laughs> you were a uh, flower in the attic. My brother and I will stay in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So we're, we live in the attic that was kind of like refurbished. Refurbished? Sure. Um, and so you could, but we had these little closet spaces in the wall that if you went into, you have to like, they were like low. You had to get on your hands and knees go in the closet. Oh, I know. Those then are you could crawl, creepy. Then you yeah. could crawl all the way around the mm-hmm. whole wall. No, no, don't like that. So, because the beds were built into the wall. Whoa. It was a pretty cool little room my brother and I shared. So I get in there one day and I'm just kind of like, I, I think I can't crawling remember why around. I went there. I'm just crawling around in being a kid, you know, like <laughs> probably looking for some cigs I hid, <laughs> some hidden cigs. And so I'm in there. And next thing you know, I hear, <gasps> and I'm like, there's a, there's like a chorus of meows happening. <gasps> I go in there and there's the pregnant cat. I can't believe I, I can't remember that cat's name. And she's got two kittens. And then in the darkness behind them, I see two glowing eyes. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? And guess who it is? Casey? Miss Casey. Oh, shit. And guess what Miss Casey has at her 
like she's like laying on the ground with her paws out in front of her. And guess what's just like directly like in between her paws, like underneath dead her. Dead food for them? A dead, one one of the kittens dead. Oh, She had shit. gone in and killed one of the kittens. Casey. And was just sitting there with it, staring at the mom <sighs> with her other two babies who was trying to protect the God, other two God, that cats. makes me so mad. So Casey's just in the dark like a fucking psycho. Yeah. With one of the dead babies. Um, that is so and sad. And so I immediately got the cat and the other two kittens out of the crawl space. And then, you know, later had to go back in. Was Casey tried as an tried adult? Tried not to. Tried well. We let her off for like you know psychological damage. Who mm-hmm. knows what happened to yeah, her? She was, she was out the there. You know she was out of Mad Max Beyond yeah. Thunderdome for a while. So you know I've seen some shit. You know that's oh, what she would have told I hate you. Dead kittens. Ugh. And so we uh, and who knows maybe that cat <laughs> that she killed was was like stillborn and or and she just took it away yeah. from the other ones to keep it away. That's me being very generous. Man, this is but so what happens is, uh, but then they kind of like got along fine. Seemingly after that, and the kittens Are were adopted. Are you sure she out. killed the kitten? I don't. I can't be sure, but it was dead. Uh, here's the story. I'm going to respin in my head, so I'm not sad. Casey showed up. She was like, "Can I get you anything? Do you need a dead mouse?" And the mom was like, "I can't get this kitten to move." And Casey's like, "Oh, girl." And I'll one of them didn't the make side. it because kittens have failure to thrive. Oh God, I've had so many dead kittens in my life. It's. I mean, sucks. I wouldn't be. You know, she wasn't in there like attack. I didn't see there wasn't any like scratch marks yeah. on Casey and or the other or on any of the other kittens or the other cat. So it's not like there was some kind of struggle that ensued um, that you could see. Yeah. But I just assumed, oh, Casey killed one of the little babies. But um, I think it's it's probably likely that I don't know. I say it's 50 50. Well, because they're the same species. But I mean, like, do lions do that? Do we got to Google this? I totally forgot about all of this cat stuff until yeah. I was like, I've never. Oh, cat. my cat but, yeah. trauma is my ultimate. But Casey trauma. was still a cool, pretty cool cat. Yeah. Regardless. I mean, and, and like to say that. Um, maybe. Maybe. And it's like territory thing. Accurate. It's like an animal thing. Yeah. It's territory. Who but knows? usually the males are like that, not the females. As a cat expert, Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, have I ever been paid for cat stuff? I'm sure I've come across money or something for cat but stuff. But I don't know why she wouldn't have just killed all of them. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that was probably failure to thrive because it's very common. God, my biggest regrets, and I'm not kidding, my biggest regrets are overplucking my eyebrows in college, staying in Utah the last two years I was there, and a couple kitten experiences that if I'd known, I always think like I could have saved them. And the kitten experiences should be number one. I want you guys to know I counted down to those. The kitten stuff, I had a therapist when I was, I was definitely in therapy when I first started fostering kittens. And she said to me, um, cause I was crying and I didn't want to give up, uh, who knows which, I think it was the one I did give up because she, I caught her, her name was Griselda and she was a witch's cat. That cat was my, that, that cat was meant to be with me, but she would shit and piss on the pillow of my partner and she hated him. And you know what? She was right to do that. She was telling me something <laughs> and I gave her away. Yeah, they're she, not always being, they're not being assholes as much as they're like, hey, she was here's a message. She was basically a spirit to, guide. I'm yeah. trying to like, I'm trying to give you the information. Here. Yeah. Well, my therapist said to me, I was crying because, oh God, Griselda looked like this kitten. This is, I'm not going to tell a story because this is a horrible story. And I, as someone who would be, uh, it's in my head. But I will cats get can say I love you with their eyes. Yes, and yes. And with silent cats meows. Cats are magic. Nothing I bad ever happens. I didn't know that well, they uh, they slowly this, blink means yeah. I love you. Yeah. I, that's very, oh, yeah. They're, but I, I, the, the funny <laughs> image I have here is. Uh, <laughs> my friend Amanda slowly blinks you. at her cat. It it's doesn't sh- know what she's doing. I, well, the image I had that was so funny in my mind is just you. It's in, You're in bed at five in the morning mm-hmm, in the darkness. For a whole just staring into hour. the eyes of your cat. And, and I'm just, whispering, I love you. I'm whispering, I love I you love so goddamn so much. Goddamn. Yeah. And like, and she's like, I love you too. Which would be like, God, I started telling if someone was going to make a, if someone was going to make a poster or a meme uh-huh. of like uh, crazy cat lady, <laughs> I like, own it. You know, like a, uh, sign um, me up. This yeah. is a gif yeah. of just you just, I love you so uh, much. My life is fulfilling. And the cat is slowly blinking life. at you. I got love in my bed, putting its claws in my nipples occasionally. God, that's worse. Okay, but this thing I was going to tell you, my, my therapist said to me, I was crying about Griselda. And she is this said, the story you said you weren't going to tell? No, no, I'm not going to tell you the story about the kitten Griselda reminded me of. A horrible thing that happened to me as a child, like 
very young child snuck out of bed so that I could sit. Oh, well, you're kind of telling the story. You're no, 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 no. The story. To 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 be with this little soul as it slipped away in a horrible way, and this kitten Griselda reminded me of this kitten. Oh, so you and were emotionally attached? Yeah, I was so emotionally attached, and I was crying. And um, my partner was like, "I will leave you if you keep that cat," which is not really a threat. He tr- he said that to me several times. I have that four sounds like cats. a guy who wants. Uh, me to leave yeah <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> it's so. like when you hear stories that like if you don't stop feeling <laughs> fill in the blank it's over yeah and yeah the person's like you just gave me the easiest way to get out oh, of this yeah. relationship i have four cats i will continue to it's do so this funny thing. when people make jokes about like me getting a man like well with your four cats i'm like fuck any man who doesn't want my four cats i would rather be without a man for the rest of my life than not have my four cats but um oh that stupid show that dating show on netflix or something the guy tells her to give up her cat and she does. I can't remember the name of it now, but I'm still. You've, you've, I didn't you've, watch you've it. You vented about this. Social? I did I? Social exposed him, and I hope someone murders him. Uh, well, that's, well, maybe let's I don't retract that, that a little bit. Um, I hope he learns his life word. lesson, and the maybe cat gets a, a better home because that woman wasn't good enough that, for that cat. There, there. I believe in that. Yeah. Okay. We don't so, condone the murder so, of, of any living creatures <laughs> of any kind, unless uh, they. Th- that's reserved for a very high level of piece of sometimes, POS. Sometimes, sometimes, like somebody you got a old yeller you know like sometimes and i don't condone the death penalty you know what that guy can live i don't care he just needs to stay the fuck away from and i'm not trying to tell you who don't should come live to or my house die. i don't know but i am saying that like when it comes to like the official condoning of murder <laughs> on this podcast I'm maybe anti. we're gonna walk that back a i'm anti-murder bit. okay uh, okay just just for the record we're making sure everybody knows i uh i'm just gonna be very vague right now i still have to finish this story um I managed social for a uh, inmate thing and just for like a little bit longer. And I cannot post photos of uh, things that are done by murderers or like any violent crime. And the I same way people say, shouldn't be like enjoying George W. Bush's artwork oh, is what I would I, argue. I but yeah, okay, so maybe sorry. Not. So the murderers make the best art. And. <laughs> God, this is so fucked up. I, there's this beautiful little knitted teddy bear in a little knitted purse that this man made. And I wanted to use it. I wanted to share it. And I looked up his crime. He killed his video game buddy with an AK-47. Is that what it's called? An AK-47? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's what he did. So I couldn't post his beautiful knitted artwork, but I did send it to Brandy and say, I wish I could post this, but he killed his video game buddy with an AK-47. This morning I woke up to three texts from her and she, because uh, I, I was just sending her weird shit, not that related, but yeah, anyway, she was like, dude, I don't even know what to respond to. Anyway, wait, uh, okay, the kitten thing. So my therapist says I to me- I think the coffee worked. The coffee definitely kicked in. <laughs> Waffles, who? So my therapist says to me, I'm crying and I said, I have to keep Griselda because she reminds me of this kitten from when I was five. My therapist said, every kitten you foster is that kitten. Oh my God. And I revelation. Wept. Yeah. Every kitten I foster is that kitten. Kittens. Uh, that stuff is real. That's some real stuff for me. That's that's the that's the stuff that I'm here to do. Maybe maybe that's all I'm supposed to be doing. That's like stuff. every milkshake I have reminds me oh of when God. I was happy as a child. How about when we were at so that I'm diner always, and drinking, they said they don't have any milkshake, which was a savor for me. I'm off ice cream <laughs> until the official start of summer. And I'm addicted to sugar right now. And this is a problem. What the hell? Um, well, that is interesting because we can talk about tapping oh. into intuition. We've I, talked about this a little bit when it comes to diet and specifically refined sugar right. shuts down your fight or I, flight and your intuition yeah. in many ways. I started telling the cat story, though, to tell you guys what Rue, my familiar, did. So, Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. We're back so to the, the money, altar. Yeah. So sorry. So, <laughs> so the money comes through. Everything I is I mean, great. we're only 30 minutes in. Oh, that's good. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise to make this worth everyone's while eventually. So Rue trashes my money altar the night that the money comes through. I wake up the next day and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I put it all back together. She gets right up, right in front of me. And I've posted a video of her where she gets up in the mirror and angrily attacks herself. It's really cute. It's so cute. But uh, she was doing that, but to all my stuff, like just like using both paws to knock it all down. And I was like... I was yelling at her and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And as any cat owner knows, like you can't tell a cat what to do. Ever. There ain't no reasoning mm-hmm. with a feline. <laughs> <laughs> but she did it. She did it again. And it's all on the floor and I go to put it back and I'm like, oh, you're right. We got money 
this altar's over. So then I cleaned everything and I redid the altar and it's like, it's even more cat-ish, like a cat, there's more stuff up there that a cat would want to tear down. She's left it alone. Didn't go near the new one. That's really fascinating. She's a real good familiar. There's there's a huge difference between like justifying someone's bad behavior and being an enabler. Mm-hmm. Like you're just enabling, like, like this is a big difference between like you're enabling your cat being a bastard. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you're just like spoil, like letting it get dogs. Away. Yeah. You know, or something don't like that. bring your dog to my house and let it tear up my fucking cat toys. You know who I'm talking to right now. You said you'd give me $8 for that and you did not. I hope you're listening. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> well, if you could have seen the anger. Like the- <laughs> I'm so- the seriousness in this her eyes. This cat toy was right. I my, felt like I did it. My Amazon wish list. It was $8. Who could pay $8 for a cat toy? My brother bought it for my cats for Christmas. It was a gift from their uncle. Dogs just, you know, dogs. I mean, I love watch dogs. Watch your dog. You got to watch your dog. You got, I mean, but also at the same dogs time. Dogs are dogs. People are responsible for yes, their dogs. Yeah. I'm not putting it in the like, dog. I love that you know, dog. But it's, yeah. It's always, yeah. Anyway, but, we got all the answers. But yeah, I think when parenting. it comes to understanding... I think that the idea here, too, is you have to understand the connection between you and the animal, like especially if it's a familiar. Oh, yeah. And um, I have never, at least in my memory, I haven't actually done a, a deep mental inventory on it to, to see if I've had a familiar, but I definitely have had deep connections with animals. But uh, I had two tarantulas once. Oh my God. Well, I've had multiple tarantulas, but I had two at the same were time. They, at one okay, point. so were they at all? But they were not my familiar. Although or, or like, El Guapo was pretty great. He uh, only had seven legs. He, she, it. I don't know. What if happened it was male to or El Guapo's? I bought. Legs? I bought it with seven legs. It was uh, on sale. Whoa. It was on sale for seven legs. Were they affectionate at all? Or no, but like. Um, Maybe they were, and I just didn't know how to read it. I had to get, I have a deep fear of like giant spiders. So I bought it to overcome my fear of spiders. Wow. And I would get drunk, and it would only, I could only really handle it when I was drunk. (laughs) I was maybe 19, 20 years old. Okay. And I I don't know why I was picturing this in childhood. Yeah, I had an aquarium. And I was like, oh, water, <laughs> cleaning water and f- for fish. That seems, yeah. and my buddy's like, there's a tarantula on sale because it's only got seven legs. I was like, buying it. Super cool. I'd get drunk and let it crawl on my head, on my face, and, you know, all over me. Oh, my God. And it was, and it was fun. But uh, then when I was sober, I was like, oh, I can't touch that thing. But, you know, slowly but surely, I got a little more familiar with it. And I loved that spider. But um, El Guapo was his name, and I'd buy, buy crickets for it, and I'd be like, I bring crickets for you, El Guapo. <laughs> a plethora of crickets. <laughs> you know, and for anybody who's a fan of Three Amigos, the movie, mm-hmm. they understand where that's coming from. Um, and they all know what plethora means, yeah. thanks to that movie. Yeah, exactly. And But I wouldn't go as far. I mean, I loved that spider, as strange as it may sound, but I wouldn't say it was like a familiar, like we had like the deep soul connection. Yeah. Oh, um, well, your familiar will usually find you. Oh, you know what? If I, the closest I've probably come to a familiar, and this is, we don't have to tell this because this is another, this is turning into like a sad animal story. Yeah, let's stay away episode. from the sad part. But um, shout out to my boy Swayze, who was a Yorkie Poo, who was um, a puppy that my ex-girlfriend and I had, had purchased together. Purchased. Or got together. Or whatever. Oh, got the dog. Adopted humanely. Yeah, we, we adopted <laughs> humanely. Ethical of um, obtaining. Or yeah, we obtained this dog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we we got Obtained this dog. Obtained a Yorkie poo. As we we, one will. we got a Yorkie poo <laughs> named Swayze. My niece I is named a him Yorkie Swayze. poo. Yeah. And Swayze just crossed to the other side a couple days ago, but oh. um, but Swayze was a puppy till the day he died. But that's probably the closest I've come poo, yeah. to like like having a really deep connection. Recently, I don't want to insult anybody, but I don't think a Yorkie poo can be a familiar. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay, listen, I'm gonna also add. I'm already I'm already pulling back on this. I have a dog who is an angel and a legitimate Dolly is my angel sent here to teach me life lessons and love and patience and all these things. She is an angel, but Dolly would make a shit familiar. And Dolly's one of the best dogs I ever met. Dogs are fun and angelic, but I don't think they can be familiars. And you know what? So if you I'm think wrong, there's fam- you have you think there's um your I don't want to say familiar discrimination. But uh, you're I saying guess that I am a little. you're saying that certain animals aren't allowed to be familiar. It's not that I just don't think that uh, I think that dogs' brains are a little too fast. Like I did magic the other night 
Rue came a running, got up on my altar, sat and stared into the candles, sat with me when I was like, when I was muttering my stuff, she was rubbing all up on me. She gets into it. She is a straight up magical creature, but my dogs wouldn't have the attention span to stare into fire. I don't think any dog would. My Maybe dogs I'm wrldn't have the if attention anybody... span to stare into fire. <laughs> I mean, I very okay. That, I mean, <laughs> I mean, granted, I don't know the the cosmic rules mm-hmm. of familiarity. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I would guess that a dog could be a familiar because not all dogs are are jacked Maybe. up crazy. No, no, or that's some true. of them are real chill dudes. And, You're right. And, and, or just real chill. I've been around too many little dogs. Maybe. Well, I had a big dog and he was real fucking crazy. So, but he was young. So I want a great Dane familiar. Ooh. Those things are so cool. You know what? Too? I'm talking something. this shit and I got Tomcat out there reeling in John Hamm. As I mean, speak. right. So I need to not be insulting. You dogs. need to stop shit. insulting the dog familiars. Uh, I told like there's a there's there's actually a, a picket line of familiar dogs out there, which yeah. is, well, I guess dog familiars are much different than familiar dogs. Well, that's a, <laughs> I recognize that dog. That's different. I saw a brown chihuahua that looked like it was wearing eyeliner in the park, and I looked all around, and I was like, is my soulmate here? But no, there are lots of brown chihuahuas. Okay, um, so back to the altar. Altar, yeah. So, so the idea, though, here is that the familiar is trying to communicate something to you that, for whatever reason, you don't understand yet. You have, yeah. That you haven't accepted yet. Yeah. It, it, it's ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. It's ahead of us. Yeah. It's it's like, hey, we've, we've done this work. Move on to the next thing. I'm going to show you in the best way I can yeah. through communication. I mean, you can't get any more plain and simple that I'm going to tear no. down your altar that you don't need anymore. Oh, my God. She served such a, such a purpose in my life. And she was in the first litter of cats I ever fostered, of kittens I ever fostered. And, man, I've never felt the connection I felt to her. I would say if anybody's looking for their familiar, it will come to you. You just have to open yourself up. Like fostering kittens is probably one of the best ways. Fostering full-grown cats is even better. Um, My friend Renee, who we were talking about earlier before um, mm-hmm. we started recording, she had a familiar uh, that just recently crossed over, but it was uh, a rat. She had a yeah, rat Yeah, see? Okay, guys, and I don't know if I've said this enough. J.K. Rowling got it right. Like, fucking everything in Harry Potter. She she knows magic. J.K. Rowling has got to be a witch. But rats are one of the animals. What are they? Owls? Cats? What am I forgetting? Like ravens? I don't remember. I had to take a break. I had to take a break reading Harry Potter. I'm on book six, you guys. this I had never read Harry Potter as an adult. I was in a weird time when it came out. And then I just kept thinking, well, I have kids someday. I'll read it to them. And then now I'm here reading it to myself and cats. Um, You're reading it to your inner child. I'm re- yeah, my inner child. We should talk about Who that. We're too. supposed to be getting in touch with. Yeah. Well, I had to stop reading book six because I went on the fucking ghost train and there was a tombstone for someone in Harry Potter I did not know was going to die. And I am still reeling from this and I can't continue until I really accept that this is coming. And I was on the ghost train with Brandy and I said, does that person really die or do they like magically come back? And she was like, nope, they die. And I'd already lost somebody in book five and I was really pissed and upset about that. So I just needed, I don't know how children are coping with Harry Potter. I'm still real shook. Can Harry Potter be someone's familiar? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Harry Potter is Harry Potter, Ryan. Um, I enjoyed the movies. I haven't read the books either. I haven't um, seen the movies. I'm not so much a deep dive into fiction guy. Mm-hmm. I like to read nonfiction biographies, autobiographies. That's just always what I've been drawn to. Yeah. I do like a fictional break from time to time, but it's like I'll read, like the, I think the last fiction book I read was like Notes from the Underground by Dostoevsky, um, which is oh, a book. Which oh, is like a very book I really, impressive. Oh, th- oh, thank you. <laughs> if I'm even saying his name correctly which is a book I really relate to. It's about kind of a guy going mad, right? And it's kind of like his diary about losing his mind. Ooh. Um, and it's a short book, so it's, it's good. But uh, Catcher in the Rye is probably my favorite of all time. Really? That's um, yeah, I love that book. book. I do love Twain as well, like uh, Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court. Yeah. I never really read that book until an ex-girlfriend of mine wanted me to read it out loud to her. Oh, so that's, that's so like That's how man. I started reading that book. Mm-hmm. Like, so... Because uh, she worked in the morning and I was always up late at night. So I would read that until she fell asleep and then I would go do whatever. But um, so 
I want to talk about this altar though. We have to get back to this because I've got some magical dirt now that I just added to, yeah. my, to my money altar because because your money altar was so successful. I, I want more tips on okay. things to be doing outside of just building the altar or is that it? Or No, like, no. Yeah, it, we have to it, be it doing more. It comes down to your power too because you have to give the altar power. The altar is essentially you. You have to load it up. I bow to mine. I, I, like, do I you? bow good night to it. I mean, you do. And, I, and this is so... Uh, personal for different people. And I was telling you, I went to the Buddhist temple that that guy told me to go to. And um, the altars there were really gorgeous. Uh, this Buddhist temple is not even on the map, I learned. When I tried to find it again, he told me where it was. And I put it in my phone. But it is not. You can't look up Buddhist Temple LA and find this place. But I found it. And it's tucked away into a very strange part of town. And I went in. Tons of gorgeous altars. If anybody wants to see, I took some pictures there on my Instagram. I went in to meditate, but there's like that little gift area where they will sell you incense or whatever if you want to add them to the altars. And these are really grand altars. Um, but their phones kept ringing. All these cell phones kept ringing. And I was like, how the hell are you supposed to meditate in here? And then I felt like an amateur because plenty of people were succeeding in, in meditating despite the noise. Um, but I got this really great thing. Um, out of it, I, what is her name? Buddha. I wrote it down. Let me look real quick. I, I okay, okay. Uh, Bodhisattva, Bodhisattva. I was going to say that, but that? I wanted to wait. That I wanted to wait for you to. I didn't know what you were going to say. Okay, did you know that? Do you know what that word is, though? Bodhisattva. Yeah. A bodhisattva so, is someone who like has chosen to. If I'm not mistaken, it's someone who has reached a certain level where they've chosen to stay here. Yeah. Um, to help other people, um, continue on their journey. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so it's like it's almost like a self-imposed continuation of the physical form. Yeah. Of, and it's, of it's quote unquote suffering to a certain degree. It's also sort of like for the animals. It's um. Um, all sentient beings uh, are for all sentient beings, and they're yeah. living as a true adult and uh, path is said their path is said to take many lifetimes. And that was the one I ended up sitting before. And it wasn't even like the most beautiful altar, but that one is I walked around. I waited for one to call to me and that one did. And I sat and I meditated in front of her. And then um, my friend who told me to go there, he was messaging me and I texted him the photo of the one I liked best. And, uh, which is all, it feels real weird to be sitting in a Buddhist temple taking pictures. Of, like, it is funny, though, too, to like be in a Buddhist temple where everybody's cell phone is going off. And you're uh, like, but, but you're thinking to yourself, I need to be called. Yeah. Right? So Ooh, it's, yeah. it's an interesting juxtaposition uh -huh. of like it things totally that's is. happening inside yeah. of, of the temple itself. Well, that altar really resonated with me. And uh, he asked me, you know, oh, what did you like? And I sent him the photo of that. And he said, Oh, that's Bod Bodhisattva, and uh, and he's like, that's one of my favorites, and I thought, I wonder what that means. I need to look it up because there wasn't really anything I could look up attached to the altar. They had little names, but they weren't they weren't like that. They weren't that specific. So when I looked it up, it resonated so hard with me. And then I look up the um, the figure, or you know, like the little statue. I was like, I gotta put this on my altar. The house or the apartment I'm subletting had one in it. And I moved it to my altar. And I was I've like, I've got this one is of crazy. those, I believe, um, upstairs. I have some artwork that I've, or like, I have this one, like, great, like, head figurine yeah. of, uh, of a woman that's from, it's from my cousins who are from Nigeria. Ooh. And I've had it for years. And it's just beautiful. It's like this beautiful, this beautiful woman. It's just her, like, from her neck up. Yeah. And uh, it's really great. It's um, funny, too, because the, the altar I had with the money, I wouldn't have thought. I wouldn't have put her on that um, because I felt like I honestly felt with that money altar that it had to come from me. Okay. So that's what I was going to, that's what the I was going to The new one like, doesn't, isn't like coming putting from one me. of these. That's, that's, I've always been yeah, hesitant to think about money. putting, cause I was always like that kind of like yeah. puts it onto someone else maybe. I mean, yeah. I did put a picture of my cabin. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw uh, that. Of like a mountain house. Mm -hmm, that's good. Um, I've got, uh, cause I have to tell you, because I think I texted you about it, but mm -hmm. about how crazy what happened when I was building this altar about like the synchronicity and the magic that happened when I was trying to pick a card. I don't know that you told me this. So Did here's what's happening. So I'm making a money altar, right? And I've got a green light in my closet. Oh, so like, so it's yeah. facing east. And 
So I've got like money. I've got a check I wrote to myself with a large amount of money. I've got a bunch of gold, silver dollars in a treasure chest. I've got adventuring bracelet because yep. adventuring, uh, I've got a bunch of adventuring, clear quartz and selenite on the, on the altar itself for like abundance and, 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 and the like in like attracting abundance. Mm-hmm. So I've got that. Then I've got a list of like three things about being open to abundance and, you know, through love and in love and all, you know, and receiving love and abundance yeah. and money. Yeah. So, um, so receiving love and money, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm very open to that. So then I'm like, I want to put a card. I want to, I want to, I've got this, um, I've got a gypsy deck which is a weird gift I've I got. I've got a gypsy deck, yeah. Uh, years ago, mm-hmm. or, or a couple years ago. And then I've got the Ascended Masters deck from Doreen Virtue, who's now like super hard reborn again. I just, or bought, born again yeah, Christian. I just bought her angel deck or whatever um, it is. And she like swears off. And she's, she's having her names. Re- she's a born again Christian who swears off those decks. Those decks are like the tamest. Well, she's having, her, she's having her names removed from all the... Doreen Who Virtue. Um, but it's interesting. There was I've, I've read some articles about it where it's like, hey, you know, ease up on the Doreen, like, pullback as far as, like, you know, what she, there's, like, all kinds of different people reaching different areas of or groups of people Every kind of trying to go for, know, like, who, the same source. Yeah, who uses her stuff is a Christian. I mean, if anything, it's just, uh, they all feel but very But she's Christian. saying that you got to stop going through other sources. You got to go straight to JC is what she's saying. But anyway, that's not important. Yeah. That's just the deck I'm using. I just want people to know the deck if they have it, they're familiar with it. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to, let's let's see this magic. You know, every once in a while I still like become a little bit of a bastard. And I'm like, well, if this magic stuff's, you know, if this yeah. shit's real, which I believe it is. Yeah. But every once in a while I just want reinforcement of some kind. I'm like, I'm going to pull the right card that needs to go on my altar. And it's going to be about abundance or prosperity or whatever, baby. And I barely use this deck at all ever really since I got, it was given to me by a previous manager of mine for a birthday gift. Whoa. I mean, this manager got it, you know, she's yeah. like, I was like, this is like, you're the best. Um, so I shuffle the decks and then I'm like, not really feeling like a card particularly. And I'm like, I should just take the time. Eh. And so I pull out these two cards. I pull out one card. Um, and I don't remember exactly what it was, but it didn't directly relate to um, the the intention I was setting for this altar. And I pull a second card and I'm like, eh, you know, still, I mean, they, they kind of related to my life maybe, but I mean, you can relate any card you pull. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so then I'm just like sitting there like, hmm. Am I going to put these cards on my altar? I'm like, I should have just picked the top card off the deck. I don't know what I'm thinking. So I pull the top card off the deck, and it is the flowing of prosperity. Yes. Card. Yeah, you did send that Um, Which is all about just receiving abundance of money and everything. Yep. Like, And I'm just like, I just start laughing in my room. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, sometimes I feel like we complicate things too much because mm-hmm. we expect like something magical to be intricate yeah. when it's just simple. Oh it's like your, it's like your crystal bag is just a marker for like, well, look below yeah. the crystal bag and that's where the ring is. And it's just like, okay, you got the deck out, you shuffled them, just take the top card, you yeah. dummy. Yeah. Like it's right there for you. Absolutely. Like we're trying to make this as easy as possible yeah. for you. And now you're complicating it by like spreading the deck, yeah. and which card magnet, you know, is a magnet to your finger. And it's just like, just take the no. top card. You son it's, of a bitch. It always blows my mind when I pull cards ever, um, ever, because I'll be like, well, that's the first one I touch. No, no, you're touching the ones that you're supposed to be touching. You just you just clear your head and you touch the ones you're supposed to touch. Remember when you guys came over and the pendulum was on fire and I pulled five cards and it was a warning about my next relationship. And you were like, no, no, we're asking about Ferris Bubble. And I was like, I know what it's saying. I know what it's telling me. And then you pulled three cards and two of the three were the same cards I had pulled. And the third technically meant the same as one of the other cards. You pulled the exact the same story. It was, was the Empress. Yeah, she's on my altar because pff, I'm supposed to marry somebody again real soon. Maybe I was a baby, whatever. But I got to not fuck it up John this time. Ham. <laughs> John Ham. <laughs> John Ham. Well, John Ham, we learned when we were just, pff, I don't know, joking around, not taking this seriously at all. But uh, he has all the same planets as Brandy Posey. And if Brandy Posey were a man, we'd be like, 12 years happily married at this point you know what i'm saying so <laughs> now that I, since i can't have brandy i'll settle for john ham yeah guess. i think what's interesting too because i i've done you know just like talking to other friends or you know every comedian has a podcast mm-hmm. going on podcasts and you know they always want to 
not always, but a lot of the time they want to talk to me about this kind of stuff because uh, paranormal stuff yeah. or like new age woo woo um, because they know I'm into it. And, you know, not every not every comedian is uh, to say the least. Mm-hmm. So and I'll tell some of these like stories like that card story about yeah. like the prosperity flowing. Card, yeah. Um, which is, you know, at the very least, a really great coincidence out of a deck. Of there are 40, no coincidences. A uh, deck of 44, I believe the Ascended Masters is. No, mm-hmm. I'm saying from the skeptic side. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the very least, they can they have to admit that it's a very convenient coincidence that like for this particular thing that this guy's doing, like he's yeah. making a money altar and he wants to pull a money card. This is crazy. Yeah, oh, he gets a money card. Well, guess what? OK, that's a coincidence. But like I'll tell these stories and I'll tell the bracelet manifesting inside the bottom of the coffee cup story when I want to be grounded. Mm-hmm. And I realize that when you're talking to someone who's not in this world like we are. Yeah. The stories are magnified and as far as like intensity of like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that to them is like, that's the craziest thing I've heard in like weeks. Yeah. When to us, it's just like, oh, this is an interesting if, thing to happen today. If they, yeah, if they had uh, an open heart to it, it would be happening to them as much. Even that freaking money altar, I would go to sleep and I'd be like, well, rent's due in just a few days. I can't wait to see how I get it. Because I wasn't not working. I was reaching out to old clients. I was looking for things. Uh, there was also nothing I could really find that would have, I would have been able to do and get this money as quickly as I needed it. But I was doing all this stuff. And I think that's most important. You have to be doing stuff like you are hitting the road all the time. You are doing comedy professionally. You do a ton. Like you're a very proactive person career wise. But then the other part of that is waking up every day. And even if something is scary or you're sad, you have to start by leading with gratitude and joy. And you have to just say like, thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you. I can't wait to see what comes next. And I mean, it sounds like a little, like a little crazy. And sometimes, sometimes it might feel like denial because you don't really feel that way. But last night I was so irritable. I don't know why I was so irritable, but this is something, did I tell you about the little girls when I check in now, when I'm irritable, Sarah kept saying, we have these little children who live inside of us. And and I've always felt that way, but she talked me through seeing mine recently where they were all in a nest, what they wanted, they wanted me they wanted me to pay more attention to them. I'm just imagining the cover of the book Little Women right now. <laughs> but in a bird's nest. But in a bird's yeah. nest, yes. Well, it was crazy, too, because she had me on her table and she was doing, like, her her great little magic shaman stuff. And um, she said, picture your little girls. And they looked like brownies. They didn't look like fairies, but they looked like little brownies. And, uh, like, kind of like that book you gave me. And one of them is a real chubby little girl. And she's shameless. Like, she's just a joyful little child not shamed like by a cherub her. yeah like a cherub significantly chubbier than the other ones and i saw her and i was like oh no what's this what is this bad is this you know because i'm conditioned by fucking beauty standards and a woman and um i see her and sarah says um where did they want you to put them and i see this great big nest and i know it's an eagle and i know it's like a giant eagle like clash of titans ridiculous over the top bird and um, I put them in this eagle nest and I like, it's almost like a camera. My view, I pan around and they're in a branch and it's sticking out over a cliff and there's water. Uh, it's like the ocean. Sarah, who's not touching me, says they need you to be near water. So she saw that and and I was like, I know. And I, I am near water right now and I can feel this is on my current manifestation as a home near water. Or so There's a lot of stuff I want. But um, she said, uh, what do they want you to do in the future? And I saw an eagle's eye, just a close up of its eye. And I said, they want me to keep an eye on them. And I'm, I'm not doing that at all. So after I saw her, she did this because she's like, you shouldn't be bleeding that much when you have your period. And I was like, yeah, tell me about it. So she told me she thought it was their fault, which is, we'll see, because now I'm giving them, I'm giving, this is, okay, this is why I am addicted to sugar right now because of these little girls who live inside of me. And I know how that sounds. The other night, (laughs) the other night I said I was so irritable, but I shouldn't have been. It was a great day. It was a very productive day. 
And I said, I was super irritable. And I said, what do you want? Show me what you want. And I just closed my eyes and I put my hands on my altar, closed my eyes. I see three of these little girls. They all have real shaggy brown hair. All three of them are holding something up. And I'm seeing them like aerial. They're all holding something up over their heads and they have these little strained looks on their face like pick me, pick me. And I see, you see my little chubby cherub one holding, and it's the only one that the light is shining on. There's a light shining on what she wants. And it's like a purple donut. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll get you a purple donut. And I left the house. I had errands to run. I was going to put them off. I took the dogs with me, got in my truck, went to pick up a package. This is kind of in the evening. Then I went to Donut Farm, which is an amazing place. They actually have pink donut pentagram t-shirts. I'm going to buy one soon now that I'm back in the freaking black. Um, So then I went to the pet food store as well and bought pet food, not from Amazon, but from a mom and pop. Every one of these three stops The woman who worked there and I had a deep and meaningful conversation. All three of these stops had like a beautiful soul and we gave each other stuff. And but I ended up at the dog food place and I thought she was giving me the stink eye and my dolly was being a real brat. She was grabbing food and trying to eat it. And and I'm like, oh, this woman just wants me out of here. And I went up to the counter and she told me how beautiful I was. And I was like, what? Like it was, so, I really thought she wanted my dog out. Like she was looking at me in this way. And then we just started talking and it was like, what the fuck? Like this child who sent me, oh, and the blueberry donut. I'm like a purple donut. Fine. I go into donut farm. They have a purple donut, the blueberry donut. It was so good. Um, but I, I felt like my irritability was I needed to go connect with humans more than I needed that purple donut. But the but you're still gonna get the donut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she to- <laughs> she showed me the donut. I can't let her down. But it was so crazy because the donut put me on the path of like these three really beautiful experiences, and um, yeah. And now uh, I was driving the other day, and and you know I think maybe we're all irritable for different reasons. Like sometimes it's because you had too much caffeine or you're tired. But when it comes out of nowhere close your eyes and just say, what do you need? And they'll show you. I was driving and I was really irritable and I was like, what the fuck do you guys need now? I but got you to didn't the, close your eyes. I did. Driving. I went to the red light and I was like, show me fast. Okay, that's different. I and saw like a little child. Drive, just driving with your eyes closed. Yeah. What do you need? Show me what you need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crash. <laughs> you need me to crash into this car. Okay. <laughs> Angels take the wheel. I'm talking to the little girls. But um, the, they show, I stopped at the red light and closed my eyes. I was like, show me quick. And I saw a little tiny hand writing on paper. And I was like, I can't write right now. I'm driving. I'll write when I get home. And it went away. And the irritability went away. Whatever it is went away. Yeah. That's but- interesting. So like when when one is trying to like be active, because we were talking, the you know, when I was asking like, okay, you build the altar now, what? Yeah. Um, what do you do with it? And um, I think that's interesting. So like there's, it's it's about getting in contact with what's going on, like, you know, your connection to, yeah. uh, you know, source or, or whatever it is, but, uh, and then having it kind of like maybe anchored by that altar. Yeah. Uh, at some degree. So that you have altar, like a, yeah, you have something like keeping you steady out there. Yeah. And you're recharging that altar every day. You're giving in, you're giving your power to it instead of all the dumb shit we can give our power to. Like, yeah, you can cyber stock your ex or you can get in a fight. Oh, I on can? The Hold on a second. No. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> there's so much dumb stuff we can give our power to and our feelings to and all of our all of our angst to but if you have an altar you recharge that like it's your freaking power like it's a battery and i feel it right now the the apartment i'm in is a mess because i've been in and out pretty quickly and not had a lot of time and i always keep my altar clean i always keep the stuff up that i'm always dusting it like that's the source of my power in that house it also makes me feel safe and when I, before i get out of bed i say you know, I, I thank them for certain things. I've been saying that. Thank you for this strong and beautiful man. The next guy's coming in who I'm not going to fuck up, despite what those cards told us. <laughs> but um, I always thank it. And whenever I get up and I'm standing in front of my altar, I just I also have lists I have to be reading right now that I do in front of the altar. But um, I will just put my hands. Are you reading those out loud? Yeah. And into the mirror, because then it's like, I don't know why it just feels like an echo chamber kind of when I read into the mirror. But I'll put my hands on each side of the altar and I'll just say, I'm going to make today fucking magnificent. And thank you for all the help. And I call on my angels and ancestors and everybody. And man, it, it works. And even if even if you're walking around trying to fake it till you make it, just do that stuff. Because it 
it's very, it changes everything. Even like start with a little altar, start with like a corner. Well, I think the more, the more you give it, the more space you give it, the, the more power it can, can charge. But I, I mean, if you need to start small, start small, but these little steps, people will fill them. And I think it's important to remember that doing this keeps it so you can remember it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like we were driving today and some guy drove very recklessly. Ryan and showed him his middle finger. I showed him my he middle finger it. after talking about like, I got this meditation. Yeah. Blah, blah, <laughs> love in, love out, baby. <laughs> you flipped him the bird. I can get into car accidents and not experience scratches <laughs> on my car. That's how like advanced I am. It and was then so good. One guy out of nowhere cuts me off from the right. And then he's, and then cutting, everybody he's off. cutting everybody yeah. off. And I make he's sure I make sure that I feel I can give myself an opportunity to be seen by this guy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, like, within 15 seconds, I'm like, uh, be safe, my friend. You know, trying to talk myself off. Yeah, the well, like, the first thing you said You know, you're going to be careful. you got to be careful. You're going to kill yourself, friend. <laughs> the first thing you said is, oh, i got to get that bubble around my car. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget the bubble. I yeah, need to be better about Sometimes it. I'll remember, like, after I've been driving for, like, seven minutes. Like, I was, um, I haven't, like, I've been, like, having to wake up really early for like five days in a row and just staying up and still can't oh, fall asleep so early. So I'm like my, I'm like the, the sleep deficit as mm-hmm. they call it is like creeping up on me right now. Yeah. So like my bubble isn't uh, as strong Oh Ryan. as I want yeah, it to be. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, like even driving there today, um, there was some traffic situation and I was just like, you son of a bitch. I like, don't get you know that I mean? way. I, and I think this is one of the reasons I'm so in love with LA again. Like, oh God, I never want to, I'm never leaving except for when I go to overseas for the whole month of May. But <laughs> other than that, I'm never leaving LA. Yeah. But, um, I just don't have the weird driving stuff anymore. Well, I don't get road rage typically, but like it's always robot related. I never. Like if my GPS takes me the wrong way, mm-hmm. that's the only time I ever like it. But my GPS just kept going. My arrival time just mm-hmm. kept getting later and later. Oh, it just kept readjusting yeah. to later and that. later and later. And I hate being late. Mm-hmm. Like ever since I was a kid, my mom said, if you're not early, you're late. I hate And so late I can't too. be late. I have for shame things. about being And so late. I was late today this is the first time i've been late to something in quite a while good for you so i was just like man this is like i don't like and i couldn't find a parking spot and i was just like all these goddamn people driving around on the same road yeah this is what 11 million people do i was Um, gonna tell you a nighttime thing that you'll like it's a mark twain quote that i hear a lot in my head when i can't go to sleep what is it he said never quite sane in the night he would always write at night and it was it was like his time to come unhinged which is how I often feel when I work at night. Like it's a different personality writing. I don't know if you feel that way or if it's something. Yeah. I mean, I used to have my walk-in closet as my, I had my desk in there at one point. And so it was always night in there. Yeah. Uh, it was just always, you know, obviously no windows in a walk-in closet. At least, what? I guess some people might. What kind of like, poverty-stricken uh, closet do you? And have? that was like my laboratory. Yeah. And I would write in there till like three, four in the morning yeah. sometimes. But um, I'm trying not to do that as much. I'm not trying to. I'm trying not to stay up. I'm trying never to see four a.m. anymore, <laughs> just because uh, I what's want that. Like, you know, I want to like, I want to try to like get out when it's somewhat warm. I I started doing something super decadent because I was hustling to find money and now I have a great thing that I'm really happy about. And I was like, I'm going to try something new. I'm going to watch TV in bed tonight. I never do that. I haven't watched TV. Like I don't watch TV. I don't, I, I have such an overactive mind. It's so hard for me to sit and do something like that. Ozark held me. Russian Doll did not. I know that's controversial. Lots of people loved it. It did. I don't think you should have to devote two hours to something till it finally gets good. I'm sorry. I feel that way. I love the people who made it. Anyway, I'm not going to be defensive about this. Plenty of people were bored by it. But Ozark, oh my God. See, on the opposite, I uh, did you? I watched the Ozark pilot and I was like, uh, and I've never watched another episode. Are you serious? Did you watch Russian Doll? No, I haven't watched uh, that. I you probably like that. I try not to start a new show until I finish a book. I go in between. I go book, uh-huh. series. Book. I don't know. I mean, I feel that I. I know. I just said like, don't give it two hours until it gets good. But Ozark. I mean, the pilot's very different from the rest of I'm it. I'm just kind of over Justin Bateman. I am the same way. Ever since I'm, he came to the defense of Jeffrey Tambor when he was a. I mean, I don't know. know. I mean, like that's. 
but also that's a whole other discussion. Always Justin but, yeah, Bateman. It's he's like, not an actor. He's just fucking Justin Bateman. Yeah, showing I, up. I mean, I I get why people like that show, but oh, um, Lenny. I, but I'm into Amazon has some really great original programming that's like drama and like mm-hmm. mystery, mystery inspired. Like so, anyway, that's where I'm kind of like living right now. But let's get back to let's put a bow on this altar thing. Here comes the, the bow. <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> um, the uh, here comes the bow. <laughs> um, when does this? What? So you get the. I've got my money altar now. I've got some magical dirt from your magical land. Yeah. Now. Thank you for that. You're welcome. And so any day now, like I'm just going to have an explosion of abundance, and um, you know we'll have to do this on another episode where we can really like dive into sex magic for people. Um, oh, I have, that's the like, next one. That's the next. Oh one. yeah, that's right. Next that's right. episode, next, you guys, uh, which will be Beltane. Maybe hit the books real quick before comes the comes out on Beltane. Yeah, it comes out on Beltane or on at May the day 1st. before. No, I think it comes. There's out only May 1st. 30 days in April. Isn't May first a Wednesday? God. Yeah. Damn. Well, it's it's within it's right then. It's the next one's yeah. coming out right then. So we'll 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 dive into that on the next one. But, um, so get that altar built, and you know if you can face it east. That's yeah. What, oh that's yeah. The, you, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty big. Um, but then also just trust your instincts. Like you know what to put on there. You know what not to put on there. I pulled out some weird stuff for this one that I that I wasn't even thinking of. That I was like, oh, but this is the time for this and things that I've never even put on an altar before. But man, the one I got going right now is real potent. I'm if you feel great like, oh man, this one needs a tootsie roll. Put a yeah. tootsie roll on there. Well, and they do um, put offerings on the Buddhist ones. They had all these bowls. They had bowls of candy. They had fruit. It was really, and I kept thinking about doing that, but. Um, Sarah gave me this little white rose and I cut it short and I put it in my water. If you guys go to our Instagram, you can see the current altar I have. It's really lovely. But um, I think I got a photo of mine on there. Yeah. As well. Oh, yeah, that's right. You could see both of our current altars. So mine might change a little bit, but I did put like a $5 bill and a check underneath the treasure mm-hmm. chest. But um, yeah, that stuff matters. Yeah. That stuff, you give power to that and it gives power to you. Yeah. So get out there, get powerful, get, uh, get, get what you want. Get plugged in. Um, and you can, um, speaking of altars, um, you can still potentially get on the altar oh, if yeah. you write a review and I've do a five star. Uh-huh. Uh, if you do a five star review it, and you have to write the see. review. Yeah, we can't see if you um, just give us five so stars. So thank you for those who have done this, who has gotten the podcast into the 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 new and noteworthy section yeah, of iTunes and the was, religion and spirituality category. Cool. We were up there for a bit. So that that's helping people discover us. So thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate it. This is where the magic happens.com is where you can find it. Uh, all the links to the social medias and all the other stuff and there's t shirts and things like that mm-hmm. if you're if you're so inclined. Um, bag, yeah and uh, there's mug. links to well and there's also my po- my other podcast which is me and Paranormal You. Um, if you like you know, mostly, although I, I talk to all kinds of people, um, but, uh, you know, a lot of paranormal stuff, uh, but also like a lot of healers and things like that have been, oh, on, the, yeah. have been on the program. Um, so in Rising on Instagram, um, Angela is lovable on Instagram. And yeah, I think uh, I think that's going to probably do it. I will be actually at the time of this recording, uh, the day this comes out, I hope to have seen you recently at the previous shows, but I'll be in Nashville, Tennessee tonight. Um, in the future, I will be doing the, um, oh shoot, third coast comedy. I, I'm not sure where I'm, I'm performing. God damn. I should have known that beforehand. I forgot. <laughs> so I'll be in Nashville tonight. I'll be in Florence, Alabama tomorrow. And then I will be in Tuscaloosa on Saturday, the 27th, um, finishing up this mini tour thing I'm doing. And then potentially I'll be having some Florida dates added very early makes. I'll be in Florida for a project. I can't really tell you about right now. We'll tell you about that later. So thanks again for listening. Um, and yeah, I guess that's going to do it. Yeah. Go get your magic on y'all. This shit is real. This shit is real.